0: Good morning, good morning, it's Brenda Shoshana here with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. (laughs) And so many, 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 many weeks and years, as it's been over two years that I've been doing this podcast, and just like Zen itself, there's no end. (laughs) There's no beginning and no end. There's always a fresh day, a new look, a new breath, a new moment and a new podcast, I mean, something more to to look at about our great precious Zen practice, especially in these turbulent days. So I thank you very, very much again and again for your lovely emails, for our discussions. If this is of help, I am so deeply glad to be a vessel to share these beautiful pearls, their wonderful teachings. They're so simple, they're so direct and the practice also so simple so direct it just sh- shines a light on our life on who we are on our destiny on our journey on our dreams and on our and on the deep silence that resides within all of us equally equally it's not as if buddha is somewhere else or as if Enlightenment so-called. These are just words describing something somewhere else. It's not. It's always right here in our everyday life, waiting for us. You know, we think we're sitting on the cushion, waiting to become enlightened, waiting to see something, waiting for something. Always waiting, waiting, waiting for something. Waiting to calm down, waiting for the rain to end. Why wait for the rain to end? What's wrong with the rain? And that is a heart of Zen. What are you really waiting for? You know, we lose our whole life sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. Waiting for the fever to go down. A friend of mine has been sick with the COVID and has a fever. And he said, I'm waiting for the fever to go down. You know, that very painful statement. Waiting, waiting, waiting. It's as if this, what we need is somewhere else. It's the next moment. It's somewhere else but it's not. Rather than sit and wait for something else, in Zen practice, we sit and enter this moment. We're not not looking for it somewhere else, even in the moment later. There's nothing to wait for. It's all here right now. And that is the essence of the practice. So many, many dreams and delusions accost us. And that's a good word, accost, meaning they come at us and we believe them, ideas, thoughts. And sometimes it's, not sometimes, but often, it's not even conscious. Deeply embedded patterns we live in, deeply embedded ways of looking at life and ways of being, causing us to live almost like a robot to live automatically, to live unconsciously. And Zen comes, as I said, to break into that. It says, no, 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 no. You don't have to strive, perform, pretend, wait, hope, dream, just as you are here, right now. This is it. This is Zen. This is you. Now, the title of this podcast is When You Become You, Zen Becomes Zen. And I just love that. That's a very well known Zen saying. When you become you, Zen becomes Zen. We all want to be ourselves, (laughs) we all want to be real. You know, this is not a practice about becoming holy, it's a practice about becoming real, authentic, true, as we are. No more hypocrisy, no more games, no more... I was gonna say trips, but then I was gonna say traps, and that's the same. Trips and traps. We go on trips, and we actually become a trap for ourselves and for others. So that beautiful saying, when you become you, Zen becomes Zen, simply means that it's nothing extra that we need to take on or to achieve or to pretend we're there. You know, so many people walk around with what's called the stink of Zen. That's the, it's another Zen phrase. Oh, I'm so enlightened or I'm so peaceful or I'm mastering my life or whatever the idea is whatever the trip is, whatever the illusion is, the presentation is, that's, that's not quite there yet. That's, at the moment, it's a trip. See, Zen is stopping all trips, all journeying, all hypocrisy. The sound of the rain on the window pane That's a Zen moment. That's what we return to. We return to the simple truth of life as it is and the simple truth of we as we are, of you as you are when you become you. So to become you, there's really nothing to do because you're you. It's a question of to stop doing, to stop contriving to so stop tricking, take off those masks. You could also say this beautiful practice is a practice of just taking off our masks. So in Roshi, many years ago, he he said in the Zendo, come naked before me. His voice resonated like with such strength when he spoke, with such an echo, with such power, come naked before me he didn't mean take off your robe or take off your clothing come naked before me let go of all these masks he meant the, the the delusions the games come like a raindrop falling on the window pane boom here i am you know that is the answer to all the koans here i am whatever it is you know the torment of our lives is that we are constantly trying to fix ourselves up. We're judging, rejecting, judging not only others, but ourselves. And of course, a little secret embedded in this is the more you judge others, the more you're judging yourself. Bounces right back at you because we are not really separate from others. And what we put forth immediately returns right home to ourselves. So rather than judge, and try to fix up another person or fix up ourselves or present a beautiful image. We become thoroughly at home with ourselves as we are moment by moment. Moment by moment, Zen. That's what everyday life is. It's just moments, one moment, the next moment, the next moment. But if we're waiting, if these moments don't mean anything, oh, it's just a little raindrop falling on the window pane. That's not really important. It's not significant. I don't even bother to listen to it. Or, oh, here I am sitting here feeling kind of sleepy or achy or not so great. Whatever we might feel. Well, I'm gonna wait till I feel better before I do this or do that. I'll wait till I have motivation or inspiration. Many people say that. Then I'll get up and write my book, or then I'll write a poem, or then I'll sit on the cushion when the mood hits me. But that is not Zen practice at all. The mood doesn't have to hit you. This moment, just as you are, is complete. It's fine, it's perfect. Whatever it is you wish to do, do it right now. Even, and if you, even if you don't wish to do it, that's a big part of Zen practice. Do it now in terms of sitting on the cushion. Just sit down exactly as you are. And that is come naked before me. That's what it really is. I'm sitting here fully exposed just as I am Exposed to who? Now this is very, very interesting. Who am I exposed to when I sit down like that? You know, we don't want people to see what's really going on this moment, so we put makeup on, pretty clothes on, put, put up a whole front. But who are we exposed to on the cushion? We're exposed to ourselves. We see This moment just as it is. We see ourselves at this moment just as we are. There is a very deep reluctance in the human being to do that. A very deep reluctance. I like that word reluctance. We are reluctant to take life as it is and as it comes. Reluctant reluctant. And that is the cause of so much pain and suffering. We have to improve, fix it up, get ready, wait, create an image to present to the world. Take many, many photos, selfies, non-selfies, put them out so everybody can see these beautiful images, idealized images of our lives and of who we are. But then Again, it says something different. It says, no, 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 no. When you become you, Zen becomes Zen. Or another way to say it is, when the soup is cooked, it's cooked. <laughs> you know, and again, when you become you, you are you, so there's nothing to become. But to be who you are. And oddly enough, now this is, this is the fascinating point. This is the fascinating point. Oddly enough, the more we do that, the more we have those naked moments, the more we are just at home with ourselves, moment by moment as we are, the more our suffering simply vanishes, dissolves. Not to say we might not be grieving or feel upset, but that's not the same as suffering. Some deep suffering, deep reluctance, deep rejection of rejection of ourselves, deep feeling that we're not, we haven't made the grade. We're not satisfactory. No, 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 no. When we become who we are, we really get in touch with our profound value. Profound value that every single human being has and until we get in touch with that and sit with that and walk with that and know that nothing else can give us that feeling of being valued or valuable and, and this is such an important and profound part of Zen practice and such an important point Such an important point. Because most of what we do, or much of what we do, is to feel valued, valuable. That our time on this earth has some purpose, that we've done something, that we've achieved something, that we've impressed someone, that we fulfilled our own, perhaps, ideals or values. So much of our time on earth is feeling that we somehow have missed the mark we've missed the mark we haven't quite done that there's something we ha- we're not we don't really feel in our own eyes no matter what we do no matter what we do no matter how we strive we don't really feel satisfied with that in our own eyes and that's because we are rejecting ourselves simply as we are the rain on the window pane, Striving, striving to make ourselves something more, 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 more. So in Zen, we, we don't go more, 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 more. We go less, 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 less. Do it slower. <laughs> Do it more carefully. Just pay attention. Let go of all those endless, and I mean endless, demands we place on ourselves so that we can be enough. We are already more than enough. But to know that, we have to become our simple, naked, true selves to allow that part to live. I I shouldn't say to become it, but to allow it. Allow it's a much better word here. Because as I said, there's nothing to become. We are already enough, we are already beautiful, valuable, deeply magical creatures hating ourselves, reluctant to really meet the true nature of who we are. So this beautiful practice, this beautiful practice just says, come on, sit down, listen to the rain on the window pane." Let go of all these unnecessary artificial striving, striving demands, judgments, complaints. Just let them go. Let them go. Sit still and know who you truly are. Make friends with it. Meet it. Greet it. And when you... When they mean, when they say, when you become you, what they mean is when, although the rest has just fallen away, when you are you, that's a better way to put it, Zen is Zen, because you are Zen practice, it is you, and that is why we sit and sit and walk and cook and sweep the floor. Thank you so much for listening. By the way, if you'd like to uh, communicate with me, my my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com and the URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com Thank you and I will be back next week. Speak to you soon. Bye.